Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled Christ's Triumphal Entry. And in this week's message, Pastor DeMichael will share the wonderful story of Jesus Christ riding into Jerusalem during his time here on earth. But this sermon goes beyond that in reminding the Christian that there is another triumphal entry coming in the future when Jesus Christ will return again. With the accomplishments of Jesus Christ centuries ago, and with the knowledge of his soon return, the Christian can live victoriously and joyfully, even during trying times. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you, and if you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor Michael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. They're hailing him as a king. He's at the height of his popularity. Jerusalem is, is swelling with people by the millions now because of the Passover. And Christ is looking beyond that because he knew they would reject him. He knew that the people would be scattered. He knew all these things and more, and so he wept over the city. Verse 41. The Lord Jesus Christ has a broken heart. Even in the midst of all of this excitement and joy, the Bible says he's a man of sorrows. He looked beyond the surface. He looked at what was coming. Have you ever wondered what Jesus sees when he looks at our town? What does he see? What do we see? Do we see the Walmart? Do we see the gas stations? Do we see the restaurants? Do we see the stadiums? What do we see? Do we see what God sees? You know what God sees? God sees people by the multitude, and most of them without the Lord Jesus Christ. He sees boys and girls without Christ. He sees moms and dads without Christ. He sees men going back and forth to work without Christ. He sees homemakers at home without Christ. He sees politicians. He sees doctors. He sees lawyers. He sees construction workers. He sees engineers. He sees ditch diggers without the Lord Jesus Christ. He sees things different. He sees the suffering. He sees the pain. He sees the results of sin. And he weeps. You know, the Bible says in Psalm 126, He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seeds, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Lastly, I'd like you to look at verses 45 through 48. I want us to see us being ready for his return. Look at verse 45. And he went into the temple and began to cast out them that sold therein, and them that bought, saying unto them, It is written, My house is a house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. And he taught daily in the temple, but the chief priests and the scribes and the chief of the people sought to destroy him and could not find what they might do, for all the people were very attentive to hear him. You say, what does he do here? Well, he cleanses the temple. He cleanses the temple. Daily, and in the temple, the Bible says, and acts daily in the temple and from house to house. We have a saying around here that Treasure Valley Baptist Church is a place where going to church is still like going to church or just still church. I wonder what the Lord would think these days where 
churches being turned into so many other things and made to be as unlike church as possible. So the lost can be comfortable. So the worldly can keep from being under conviction. You see, the king is passing by right now. Thy king cometh unto thee, the scriptures say in the book of Zechariah. And he's passing by right now. He is there to receive those who will come to him in faith. He is here to restore those who will come home. He is here to refresh those who are weary. He's here to reward those that are faithful. And he is here to revive those that are hungry for more. As we wrap this up, we look at what our job is until he does return. We look at what he wants us to do as we occupy until he comes. Let's take our Bibles and go to Hebrews chapter 10. And Hebrews chapter 10 gives us a little bit of insight into these things. Hebrews chapter 10, I mentioned early, earlier about being a witness for Christ. Telling others. Telling others. Just like somebody told you. Just like somebody told me. Telling others. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 23. Hebrews 10 verse 23, the Bible says, And let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Uh, let us let us let us not waver in times when it seems like every everybody and everything around us is wavering. He said, and "Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works." Uh, as he, as we get closer to the Lord's return, and as the apostasy deepens before the return of Christ, it's important that we exhort one another, we provoke one another to love and to good works. Uh, I've in, I've encouraged so many. Uh, in our church and in leadership and in staff and among the deacons and so forth. Reach out to others around you. Reach out to others around you. You may not be able to visit them necessarily physically. You might, but reach out to them in some way. A, a call, a text, an email or something. But we're to provoke one another to good works. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is. And of course, we're doing the best we can today that way. But exhorting one another. And by the way, one of the things I've noticed is I'm hearing people say this, and I feel the same way. I can't wait to get back together physically as a church. You know, that might be the silver lining about this. Maybe we've had such a long, unbroken string of just being able to come to church and being able to come to church. And, you know, there's irritations in every situation and among people. And and, and pretty soon you're thinking about those and you begin to grouse about these things. And maybe... You get indifferent about them, and maybe you're not as faithful as you should be, and now all of a sudden it's taken away. You know, we as believers should be Bible readers. I know one thing to make all of us better Bible readers is that the government ever clamped down like they do in communist countries and made the Bible illegal. There's places in, in communist China where, where house churches uh, have maybe one page of the scriptures and they pass it around between uh, the people that are our members, and 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 they get to, and they get to read it, you know, for a week, and they have to give it back. Uh, so many stories like that abound in places where there's there's oppression, specifically against the gospel of Christ and against the Bible. And what what does that do? That makes the Bible precious to them. I think sometimes because, and I know it's true of myself. Uh, Lord only knows how many Bibles I have in my office here at the church. And then I have uh, Bibles at home, and I have Bibles in my vehicle, and I have Bible in my shop, and little Bibles to carry around, and big Bibles for study, and it just goes. And maybe, 
that those were taken from us. They might be more precious to us than they are. Maybe that's what's happening with this uh, that we're going through right now. But he says, exhorting uh, one another and so much the more as ye say the day approaching. For the return of Christ is not the time for us to be backing off. It's the time for us to be going forward. Remember, we made the decision to go ahead and have that conference that just finished up on Wednesday. In light of the fact that we wouldn't be able to do all the things we're accustomed to doing. But I thought probably more than ever we need it. And the response we got seemed to indicate that that was true. Uh, look at verse 35. Look at the verse uh, 35. Uh, cast not away therefore your confidence which hath great recompense of reward. Uh, don't cast away your confidence in the Lord. If, if man is biffing it and man is stumbling and man is acting foolish, whether on an organized level or a government level or down to individual level and people are getting stupid and running to stores and I'm wondering what's the next thing they're going to start to hoard, you know. Uh, will it be pencils? I don't know. You know, it, uh, I know the paper products are gone. Forget it. The shelves are, are empty of that. And people are just acting crazy. Went through the drive through at a restaurant the other day and uh, the lady that gave us our hamburgers, I was with my grandson, he, she, she held the hamburgers over, uh, the bag over me and just dropped it. She was really scared. And she had gloves on and everything, an older gal, and I thought, okay, whatever. And I said, could I have a couple extra ketchups? And she threw the ketchups in the car. <laughs> I caught two of them. Two of them hit my grandson. <laughs> and she was just practically shaking. And I, I thought, lady, go home. If you're that scared, go home. Uh, you know, it, it's a crazy time. People have lost, they've lost their confidence in everything, for that matter. But we have confidence in the Lord. Now, look, I, I don't think you ought to be running around licking doorknobs, but... Uh, do the best you can and trust God. There is a God in heaven. There is a God in heaven. And we can trust him with our lives. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. Uh, all of this going on around, around us doesn't mean that anything has failed in the word of God. And like I said, if anything, this should be a time we should ramp up our efforts to tell others about Christ. And then he says, for you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, <clears throat> you might receive the promise. Uh, that patience... Tribulation work with patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. We're going to learn from all this. But just do as James says, let patience have her perfect work. Don't flip out and get mad and fall apart. Um, the other day we gave the updates on the video update. One of the things that, that I've been noticing is focus on what you can do. Don't worry about what you can't do. Don't get all frustrated about those things. Focus on what you can do. And now the simpler things become more important. Maybe that's the way it should be anyways. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled Christ's Triumphal Entry by Pastor Rick DeMichael. In this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael has given yet another reason for the Christian to lead a triumphant and victorious life. Jesus Christ came humbly to earth many years ago, but soon he will return once again, and this time he's going to make an even more triumphant entry. Because of Jesus Christ, the Christian can navigate this life with confidence, with hope, and with joy. But if you don't know this Jesus that we have been speaking of, we would like to invite you to call the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church or attend one of our services, and someone would love to talk with you so that you can know for sure that you're going to heaven. Jesus Christ is waiting to bring you a love, a joy, and a peace that you have never known before. 
As we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. And you can also visit our YouTube or Facebook page for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. And we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. And of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college-aged groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon, and may God bless you.